Now, though, there was a big announcement from WestJet today, literally. It has announced its largest network expansion from Edmonton in the airline's history. So WestJet plans to launch some new U.S. routes this summer, connecting Edmonton to Seattle, Washington, and Minneapolis. It's also expanding its domestic routes to include direct flights to Charlottetown, Moncton, London, Ottawa, Montreal, Nanaimo, and Penticton. Well, it means more options for tourists, and I think that's probably what a lot of us think about when we are hearing news like this. From a business perspective, it's big news as well. Malcolm Bruce is CEO of Edmonton Global, an Edmonton-based organization that promotes the Edmonton region, attracts and retains investment, and promotes trade in the area. Hi, Malcolm. Welcome to the show. Hey, Jaylen. Great to be here. Thanks. How big is this announcement? Huge. Um, again, you know, we came, we went into COVID and we had about 52 direct destinations during COVID because of the shutdown on our airports to international markets, including the U.S. We went down to 13 destinations and now we're over 60 uh, and partially because we've been very aggressive in trying to convince the airlines that they need to service the Edmonton region and particularly this market. What does that look like when you're, you're lobbying them saying, hey, come on already, come on, we need more, we need more. Um, you know, I, I'm curious to, if you can shed a little light behind the closed doors there, Malcolm, you know, um, the, the, the pressure to put, um, to, to get those new uh, flights, I mean, that, that has to be something that, well, it just doesn't happen overnight, does it? No, it doesn't. And, and part of it is because we need to tell our, our, our story better. Mm -hmm. And some of that's around our value proposition. So, for example, we're the fifth largest economy in Canada. We're the fastest growing economy in Canada. We're the second youngest population in the country with a mean average age of about 36. Got some of the highest wages in the country and yet some of the lowest taxes, which mm -hmm. means disposable income and when people have disposable income they buy stuff like plane yeah. tickets so so this is this is the kind of thing and when I talk about growth I mean we're at about 1.5 million people in our region now and by 2031 we're looking at 1.71 million people so there is a lot going on here in terms of uh, opportunity for people like airlines and I think they're starting to see that and Malcolm curious to know when when you're trying to attract when the organization is trying to attract more business more interest in the region uh, why why having more flights to uh, connecting Edmonton to major US cities how, how does that play a role in 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 businesses maybe somewhere else or a business leader saying hey yeah Edmonton that's where we want to go time is money so if it takes me so right now a great a great example is flying to Ottawa. Mm. I leave tomorrow morning at 6.30 in the morning. I don't get into Ottawa until 3.15 tomorrow mm. afternoon. So if I had a direct flight leaving at 6.30, I'd be in uh, by 12 at the latest. So it's all about I'm not spending a full day just trying to get from point A to point B. So businesses like to fly as efficiently as possible. So direct to direct destination is the way to go. So, mm. And the addition on the bonus of uh, Seattle and Minneapolis for us is that they're also big connectors into uh, international markets. Yeah. So there's big distribution hubs out of those two. So for our business leaders, this is going to be fabulous. What does WestJet's commitment to the region by you know making this, this big, big announcement? today what does it do for the region's reputation 
Well, I think it's showing confidence that they believe that this region can support and sustain those flights. And I think the other important part about the uh, the announcement today was they're actually going to be starting to base crew out mm-hmm. of Edmonton. So that's 50 air crew plus 100 cabin crew. So 150 new people are going to come and move into this region. So good jobs. They're, they're putting their money where their mouth is, and they see a future here for sustained and growth in the airline business. So for me, confidence is the big one, confidence in us, but also we in them, right? So we have a part to play in this. We need we need Edmontonians and the region to be able to uh, use these planes because that's what sustains them and keeps them coming back. Malcolm Bruce is the CEO of Edmonton Global, joining us this afternoon, chatting about that announcement today from WestJet, uh, announcing its largest network expansion from Edmonton in the airline's history. Curious, Malcolm, I know you stepped out of a meeting to, to do this interview, so I'm not going to keep you too long, but I sure appreciate your time you know when you take a look at what this region um like so many others of course across the country around the world have has gone through over the past couple of years and now as we get our footing again and continue to you know that building that comeback um your thoughts on how you're feeling uh, about uh what's going on in our region right now and what's in store over 2023 so i mean i have to acknowledge interest rates, inflation are still big pinch points for everyday Canadians and everyday Albertans, and I think that that's a reality. However, in terms of the macro level, the economy in the Edmonton metropolitan region, I'm very bullish on. There have been some significant announcements last year. These announcements are only going to grow uh, in 2023, and the announcements are not just in energy, though energy is critical. They're in health and life science. They're in agriculture. So we're seeing a real diversity of investment opportunities that are coming into our region that are really going to bode well for us in the next 10, 15, 20 years. What challenges right now still remain? What are those red flags that are still up? Well, I think um, there's a couple, you know, in terms of some of our resource development, it's infrastructure to get product to the coastline, right? Mm-hmm. And we, we're talking about hydrogen. From a domestic market position, we're launching a 5,000 vehicle challenge here next month or in two months' time at the Canadian Hydrogen Conference that are really going to drive demand domestically. But internationally, we need to be able to move that hydrogen from where we're going to produce it in Canada, which is here in the Edmonton region, to those international markets. And four of them are on our West Coast. So Korea, Japan, China, and California. So how do we move at scale to meet global demand into those markets? So we still got challenges around infrastructure, for example. All right. So uh, having said that, though, what are you excited about uh, right now? What do you think that is going to just kind of blow everybody's hair back here in 2023 across this region? <laughs> can't let the cat out of the bag yet but you watch you watch <laughs> just watch this space in the next couple of weeks we're going to have some very exciting announcements that are going to really be game changers not just for the region or the province but for the country and globally oh wonderful okay well i look forward to talking to you again malcolm thank you for joining me this afternoon all right thanks yeah. Jalen. have a great day yeah you too malcolm bruce Bye-bye. the ceo of edmonton global joining us uh today talking about you know from a business perspective perspective and from a reputation perspective and from um you know the the perspective of attracting more business and business leaders to this community the importance of that announcement today from WestJet. you know it was interesting taking a look at that uh that service um the new some it's new summer service from edmonton you take a look at 
the flight heading to Minneapolis. It starts June 2nd. It will be five times weekly. Um, leaving here at 8.15 in the morning and getting into Mini at 11.46. Seattle starts May 19th, five times weekly. Uh, departure time, 10.30 in the morning, gets into Seattle at uh, 11.30. Uh, Charlottetown, once a week. Uh, leaving here at 10.30 in the morning, getting in at 6 o'clock in the evening. Uh, Ottawa, six times weekly, leaving here at 9 in the morning and getting into uh, Ottawa at quarter to 3. And Montreal uh, as well. So it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see uh, you know how that uh, unfolds, what it means, and what it does. But you know the thought of being able to get to Mini, being able to get to Seattle, uh, being able to get to um, yeah, I mean that that just sounds really fantastic, and not having to spend hours upon hours doing it. Also interesting, Mr. Bruce saying, hey, you know what, keep an ear out uh, at the Edmonton Global site to, to see what's in store because they have some big, big announcements coming here in the next little while. Can't wait to hear what that's all about. Uh, we know that the premiers have just made an announcement saying that, hey, you know what, we're not thrilled about it. It's not what we wanted, uh, but we will accept that healthcare funding deal offered uh, by the prime minister. Uh, the premiers met virtually today, about a week after Trudeau offered the provinces and territories another $46 billion on top of the uh, planned federal health transfers over the next 10 years. And now we know, and we've talked about it on this show and on this station, that the offer was, uh, you know, shy of the premier's demand for Ottawa to increase its share of health spending, what uh, it's right now at 22%. Uh, percent. Uh, the premiers wanted to see up to 35%. Um, Stephenson, who is um, Premier Stephenson, Manitoba Premier Heather Stephenson, who is the chair uh, of, of the Premier's Association, which is the Council of the Federation, uh, says the proposal amounts to about a 2% increase. And she says, you know what, the province will, the provinces, yeah, we'll accept the new money, uh, but we want to continue to work with Ottawa on a long-term plan to ensure the viability of Canada's health care system. How much of a difference is it going to make? guess it's better than nothing right now, but we'll see how that looks like and those bilateral, those uh, those deals that are going to be able to be made uh, between Ottawa and the province as well, the, the provinces, uh, will be interesting to see how those unfold.